Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm sick. <laughs> um, so bear with my stuffy nose and raspy throat. I wasn't going to do an episode today, but decided that what is necessary is more needed than my vanity <laughs> about the way that I sound. As we are currently looking at it, our world feels very difficult at this moment in time. And according to what I've been channeling spiritually, there is a reason why. And I'm not saying that I have the answers. I'm just merely offering you an opportunity to listen to some information I've received from my own spirit guides. And perhaps that will help you during this particular time to not submit yourself to the polarity that's going on right now. It is really hard to watch what is happening in the world. And it's not just between um, two powers. There are other powers that be at play. And there are other things happening in the world right now besides the conflict we are all seeing and hearing about. Not to diminish the severity of what's going on. It's just that we are witnessing in very real time the next shift. Now, those of you who were with me in 2019 into 2020 know that at some point in time, I said, I felt like something was coming. <laughs> I got a channel that said that things were going to change in a really big way, that 2020 was going to be completely different and it was going to change the world. Don't know what was going to happen, but it happened. We all had and knew about COVID. And there are a great many of souls that transitioned out of earth during that time. And we are witnessing what I would consider like the next massive shift, exodus of souls exiting earth at this time. And this is scary. This is frightening. This is devastating. This is every spectrum of emotion that we could feel on the negative side while we're watching this happen. And something that for me is really difficult is going through on the internet and watching the vitriol that people are offering each other and the hate, the pure hate, like the things that I have seen people say to each other on the internet right now are, I, you would never ever say anything like that to somebody to their face. And maybe some people would, and that's what's scary, right? We're seeing hate crimes come out of this 
it's the polarity that we're seeing operate and destroy what we've built as communities, as humanity. And the difficulty in that is that we cannot find the nuanceness and the love and the understanding and the empathy from every existing human on this earth. I've heard, if you're not with us, you're against us. Why does that binary exist? Why is it that there cannot be another option? Why is it that two things can't be true at the same time? That I can love both my friends on this side and on that side? Why is there a side? And as someone who is BIPOC and for someone who is a minority and a majority on stolen land, I can see the difficulty on one end. And while I can see that, I can also identify with those who have been ostracized and minimized and thrown to the side. I I understand that. I had a really important conversation with a dear friend of mine who is experiencing an insane amount of hate and has actual family members who were killed in the raid. And I'm watching as his family is experiencing some very terrifying rhetoric that down to their bones makes them wither in fear and protectiveness. And on the other end, I can see my friends who are watching the horror of what's happening in their communities and the death that surrounds them and the fear that they will never be free and the devastation that surrounds that. Like it's, it's bad. All of it is bad. All of it is bad. And for one second, one second, we, we could have the chance to offer love and, and empathy to our brother or our sister. And we're not, we are, the internet is using us to make money. It's buy into this polarity. Let's, let's post and set up the algorithm to make people the most angry because that is what keeps them online. We own their attention. And in this world, attention is currency. I'm not saying don't be aware, but don't get your news from Instagram. Go do your research somewhere else. (laughs) Go read a book. Go watch a documentary. Go talk to your friend. Go sit with those communities and connect with those people. When we spend time watching the polarity exist on one end of the spectrum or the other, we become extremists and we become parrots of the same narrative that is recycled over and over and over again until this, it's this nice little refined nugget that we can regurgitate and tell people, this is where I stand. I made up my mind by watching stories on Instagram or TikTok. And I'm not saying there's not valuable information there. I'm just saying, consider for, the, for a second that this algorithm thing is not working in your favor, that there is a possibility that there can be things, your own internal attention is being turned one way or the other way for a reason. 
And again, there's so much information out there. There's so much to to process and look at. But if you're listening to the show, then you know that I'm going to always take the spiritual perspective and recognize that there are always deeper things at play. I'm not saying that, like, keep your vibration high. Um, I'm not saying that you don't get down in the dirt and actually look at the issues and take time to really observe what is happening in our world. But what I am saying is that we we need to tap in. The whole reason we came here is is to be here during this time to help, to assist. Now, some of you might not believe that, and that's totally fine, but it is in my belief that I came here as a soul to help during this time. Now, those of you might be listening on spiritual shit or Miss Mystic. I'm still not sure what I'm doing (laughs) with either podcast, but knowing that whatever is going to build the greatest reach for me at this time, my soul thinks is is important. It's not because I need to put my voice out there and give you my hot take because I'm not a part of the communities that really need their voices elevated, which I'm doing my research and I'm talking to people to see whose voice could I elevate at this time that would really help with the world and understanding and loving each other and not embracing the pure polarity that is at play. But it's important to me that while we're watching this all go down, we all, we went through this, remember? It felt a lot like this in 2020 when the summer of terror happened to BIPOC communities. We experienced this during the pandemic when people were like, your vibration's going to go down if you get a vaccine or not. Like, We've been through this before and it comes in cycles. I'm in the middle of getting certified to be an astrologer and I can see that like when I was, I'm learning about transits that we are watching cycles play out in our earth, imprints that are playing out on our earth and cycles of opportunity that we have during this particular time to shift and help to put out the most beautiful kindness that we have ever experienced during a time that's asking us to hate. Don't fall for the lie that tells us that passion requires hate. That we have chosen a side and decided that we won't look at it from any other direction and see if there's a possibility that we can exist between the two binaries, between the two extremes. It's not to say that you don't stand for one thing or the other. You know, what's crazy to me is I was online and I was uh, looking at a jewelry designer that I really like, and she had posted some stars of David, which like at any other time in the world, that would be totally fine. If she's Jewish or she's supportive of the Jewish community or whatever, like that would not have been a big deal. But she posted these stars that she made, like, and people saying, what a disgusting person, unfollow. Like, you are an absolute monster, big unfollow. And to call someone a monster, I, (laughs) I just, I didn't understand where, where is that coming from? There's anger and there's tension within those communities, but Never once, never would it ever occur to me to call someone a monster, like to call someone 
you know, absolutely disgusting. Like it would have never, never like that. It just doesn't even make sense to me. I don't even understand. So even on, and then on the other side, the idea that their other side, I just, I hate that. Like the other idea that like, you know, there are people calling the, the Palestinians human animals. Like we've heard that verbiage before we've heard it before. And what's really crazy is to hear it from people whose ancestors have been told the same thing. It's crazy, y'all. It's crazy out here. And I know this is super delicate. This is so delicate. The way that we speak about each other, the way that we commune with each other, connect with each other, that in this moment in time, do not allow your anger to supersede your love for one another. That is not what you came here for. Don't get wrapped in because I'm sure, I'm sure that there are other plays at hand that are like, sweet, we got them all riled up. Let's do this while they're all riled up and they're not paying attention. Again, not to minimize the devastation that's happening over there, but do you see that this is all we see anybody talking about? We, I didn't hear anybody talking about the Armenians and what's going on over there, the crisis in Sudan, like the earthquake that just happened in Afghanistan, 2,400 people died. I'm not hearing anybody talk about anything else. And I'm not, I'm not saying to minimize what's going on. I'm just saying that your anger that you're feeling about the death that is happening is justified. However, the way that we have put us against them, them against us, that there is a side, that this is a binary that we're operating within is not the best use of our energy. At least that's what I've been told. So that said, I did a channel on September 18th and I have it dated. I posted it on my Patreon only because I was like, this is a really intense message. I'm not sure if I want to put that out there yet for the masses to hear. Mostly because it's, it's a really intense message. But before all of this kind of transpired, I had a channel that addressed this very thing two to three weeks before it happened, which kind of scares me. Like <laughs> I, uh, I, I just opened myself up and I just talk and what was coming out of my mouth. I was like, Oh shit, this might be a lot. This might be just the beginning of what we're seeing unfold as far as like some of y'all talk about the new earth. Some of y'all talk about 5d and like whatever, like timelines collapsing. I don't know. I don't know which one it is, but what I do know is that Erasmus, my spirit guide team, some of you have heard of them before, has mentioned that this, this is a, a great exodus that many souls during this time are transitioning out of earth. And I, you know, it's better that I don't explain the whole thing. I'll just post it, uh, in, in the end of this episode. So you can listen, take a listen for yourself. But in that awareness of knowing that like something is coming. I felt that feeling that day that like, okay, we're getting ready to head into another one of those really transformative years. Like this is going to run into next year. Next year is going to be super spicy as I'm told and to prepare ourselves, not with fear and not with, you know, like, is this going to be the end of the world? No, <laughs> it's, it is what feels like the end of the world for a lot of people, but that we are in the middle of an incredible, extraordinary shift. 
in what's happening in our world. And what's really interesting to me is that I finally found another content creator who sees the dimensions and the universes the way that I do, the way that I've experienced them in my uh, astral projections or my OBEs, and who describes it as places that I've been to when I'm out of body or when I've been dreaming. And when I saw, his name is Darius J. Wright. So if you're looking for someone else's content to binge, I would recommend him because he has a lot of good ideas about how the universe essentially works and why we're here. And it was the first time in a while that I've really identified with that. I really identified with this is how it works. And my constant question is, how does this work? And why are we here? What is the purpose? Why would we have to go through something like this? And the way that I understand it and the way that some of his material kind of backs up for me is that we are in this simulation kind of where we've gone in to discover what we're not. And discovering what we're not means that we can play the villain. We can play the the victor. We can go around. This is kind of a game. I've, I've uh, on the Miss Mystic podcast, I have set out and recorded channels that talk about this very thing. No, it's not an actual game, but we see it as we're playing to get rid of the simulation, essentially. The simulation was set up and it's become more extreme and less inviting and less, there's been less learning because the extremes are too far. And that the angels and spirit guides almost kind of admit to this was kind of not what we had planned for. This is kind of not what we wanted for souls to be going through. And in order to end the simulation, I don't know why it it works this way, but we all need to kind of wake up in order to say this simulation is not needed or necessary anymore. And so there's a great many tests that come that say, can we override the system? Like by waking up in the simulation, you provide a reason that the simulation shouldn't exist anymore because now we know. At least that's my understanding of it. Feel free to take that or leave that if that doesn't resonate with you. But it made sense to me. It made sense to me in the sense of like, okay, the extremities that we're experiencing are are experiencing what we're not as souls. You know, I hear the question, why is there so much hate? Because I think outside of this place, there's so much love. Every person that I've ever heard talk about an NDE is that they get out of this place and they feel unconditional love. And that's really tempting when we know that we exist in a, a, an existence that seems so difficult at this time. And, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to be any motivation for anybody to decide to leave and trans- transition off this earth. But what I am saying is that if we can wake up to these little, not little, big tests that we experience in this existence, then we have the opportunity to change what is happening. We have an opportunity to change what's happening by you doing what brings you joy, passion, love, empathy, humanity, we can open up a different possibility. And that can be you painting in your studio. If that gives you joy, that can be 
you know, heading the front lines of a protest. If that brings you joy, it can be deciding to run for senator. If that brings you joy, it could be taking care and raising loving and decent human beings. If that's your passion, but whatever it is, my spirit guides call for you to do that particular thing during this time. Don't render yourself helpless. Don't render yourself fearful and tuck yourself in a corner and say, I'm unwilling to look or do anything. This is your time to act. Act in love, act in passion, act in joy, act in empathy, act in humanity. Now I recognize and realize that I get to say this from the comfort of my home in safety, away from bombs that are exploding, away from protests, away from anything that makes me fear what's happening in the world. I understand that. And for those of you who do not have that luxury, my heart goes so deeply out to you during this time. And I understand that your fear is incredibly real, incredibly real. I'm just asking for the call of anyone who's not just going through this, but those of you who are watching, who don't have the intimate details of what this feels like to not respond in fear. It doesn't help anyone to not respond in hate. Doesn't help anyone to respond with an attitude of, I know everything and this is where I stand doesn't help anyone because no one knows everything. So my call is for us to at least just step out into what this is in love. Love first. That's all I'm asking for. I know that it is privileged to be able to sit here in front of a microphone. And I have never been more grateful to be able to put my kids to bed and know that when I wake up in the morning, they will be there. There have been horrific things, horrific things that have happened to people in this world that I can, couldn't even fathom how I would feel if it was happening in my own community. I understand that. And yet I still offer all of us who are not experiencing it on the ground, and even maybe the, some of those who are, to really check in with our heart and our soul, our pain and our fear. Because if we are here to volunteer and help and change the game, we can only change it with love. So I'm going to leave this channel here on the end of this episode. I don't, again, I want you to listen to it with just an open heart. It is a little intense and I don't want it to scare you. Fear is a program, they say over and over and over. If we are just able to acknowledge what we're hearing without responding with fear, we can actually get the message. So I'm going to leave it here for you. I really appreciate you listening to it. Uh, let me know if that resonated with you or if it didn't. And shoot me a message on Instagram about what you received out of that channel. That would really help me know if I need to bring more of these to the surface. The other thing is, is I want to just send out a message of love to everyone who is out there hurting right now. I'm so, so sorry that you're feeling isolated or alone or hated or scared. 
what we're watching go down is not easy to watch. It's not easy to stomach. And for me personally, as a soul on this earth, I just want to send you love in any way that I know how. Whatever it is that you're experiencing, whatever side you align yourself with, whatever you're going through at this time, even if it's not even related to what's going on in the world, it's a really hard time for a lot of people right now. And I just want to say, I love you. So with that, I'm going to leave this channel, unedited raw channel from September 18th, 2023. Opening myself up for channel, opening myself up for channel. Erasmus, you're free to speak. What does the collective need to hear right now? We are so happy to be with you during this urgent time. There's a massive shift taking place at this moment, and you will feel the shift and change in vibration as everything is about to be turned on its head. We do not wish to scare you with this information. We only wish to prepare you so you understand and know how important it is for you to keep yourself in a calm and positive state. This is not to ignore what is happening around you, but for you not to submit to the programming of fear during this particular time. There are certain world events that are about to happen that will try to shower you with fear and put you in a place where you really don't understand what's going on in the world. It is an important time to anchor yourself, ground yourself as best possible in whatever makes you feel calm, happy, excited. It is important to connect to your loved ones as there will be a great many shifting out of this existence. Again, this is not to scare you. This is to prepare you for you to hug your loved ones, to make amends wherever you see fit and to open your hearts to the possibility of a different reality. For many of you, this means cutting ties with old ways of being, old ways of living. This means to open your heart to the possibility of the things that you've always desired and wanted for your life, but the meaningful things that you've wanted for your life, the feelings that you've wanted to feel, the spirit that you've wanted to encapsulate while you are here in this particular matrix. It is important that you do not allow fear to keep you from doing the things that you've always imagined. Your desire is your greatest barometer for why you are here in the first place. So if there's something you wish to do and something you wish to accomplish, by all means, now is the time. Whatever excuse you are putting before you, whether it be self-consciousness or the like, it is very important that whatever it is that you would like to succeed in on this earth plane, that you put your action forth. Move forward into whatever it is. It does not have to be what is considered spiritually important. It is just important that it brings you joy, that it brings you grace, that it brings you fulfillment and meaning. This is the vibration which we would love to see you operate in for you not to waste time on the things that do no longer bring you joy. We understand that in the 3d reality, there are things that 
must be taken care of that are obligatory, such as bills. We understand that in order to pay these bills, you must do some type of work in order to pay those debts. We understand that there is a cost to living on earth in this current structure in society. So we do not wish to tell you, all of you, to quit your jobs in one fell swoop, as this would not provide you the safety that is necessary for you to move in whatever direction that will provide you more joy. However, we are wishing to provide you the courage to start making steps towards what would bring you freedom. The fear program is so astute, complex, and advanced that you will think your intrusive thoughts are from yourself. They are not. There is an opposing energy that wishes to keep you in the state of fear so you are not un- that you are unable to realize your true power. This power is unfathomable. And it is important that whatever you do brings you some sense of joy in order to cultivate this power within you. The more and more we say the same thing, the more important it is to you for you to hear. Fear is a program. Fear is a program. It is not an emotion. Those of you who speak deeply about intrusive thoughts, these are not your own, as you know. You have noticed, where did that thought come from? Why did I think that? This is an opposing energy at work. There is a conflict at this current time between fighting for a frequency and an energy that would allow us, you, to succeed. And when we say succeed, it is not that we are fighting for anything tangible. No, this is deeper. This is a ripple effect to the future of our lineages. We are fighting for a pivot, for a shift, for freedom out of what has seemed to be a jail-like structure over our humanity for such a long time. We are coming to a precipice. You have heard of this, the shift, the shift, the shift, the new earth. And it is not as if the earth is a separate place. No, it is the vibration that is changing. That will change your very reality in front of you as you exist in the physical. It will change the game. It will allow it to be played more fairly instead of only playing to those who know its advantages, know its cheat codes. Many of you are born into this space not knowing the cheat codes and we hope to level that playing field. Fear is a program. We need you to hear this so importantly because every time you fear something, I want you to hear fear is a program. What would you like to replace it with? How would you like to reprogram your subconscious mind to prioritize things that feel safe, ideas that feel plentiful and abundant? What would it be like to reprogram your consciousness in a state where death and loss do not exist. There's only transition. Grief is a natural emotion to loss, but it does not need to take hold of your emotional complex the way that it does in its current state. Death is merely a transition. And those of you who fear the transition, just know 
things seem to be easier on the other side. We do not say this for you to abandon your bodies. We say this so you understand there's nothing to fear. Those of you who are here incarnate in the physical have taken on an extraordinary feat by coming into a body that does not have access to all of your memories, all of your strengths, all of your power, and coming to put yourself in a baby's body to relearn how to exist while in the physical, but only to come here to shift the matrix as it stands. Alia has a question, and her question is, if this is just a game, what is the point of shifting it within? Well, the analogy that we give is that this is a game. It is not, in fact, an actual game. Games are played for fun. This is being played for change. The analogy we give to the game is so that way you do not take this experience so personally. Because especially for those who have volunteered, Earth is not your home. You've come to assist. You've come to help. Shift this awareness and get the human race out of what has seemed to be a slave-like existence. We hope to empower you. We hope to open you and give you access to what you've been needing all along so that, may, so that way you may be able to dictate what happens next. That you are not ruled by others who wish to take advantage of your very planet, your very home. For those that resonate with this deeply, we are glad to be of service. And for those who do, it does not resonate for, it is totally fine that this would not be in your vibrational resonance. So take what you will and take away what you will. And thank you, Alia, for providing the space to speak to you today. End transmission. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.